We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Not how Agro does this. Um, what? what? No, he drags out the oh, I did it. What? You did it? Are we live? Oh, yeah, we're live. I okay, yeah. How does he drag this out? He goes, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Backfinders <laughs> podcast. Uh, what does he say? This is, thanks for... Thanks for tuning in live. Tuning in live to the Backliners podcast. Hosted uh, by Agro is... and your fellow bar- fellow fish barracuda here. And you know what? We actually have we have eighty carry synergy mm-hmm. finally on this episode. Yeah, I'm. I well, I'm not very good, um, I but I do play ADC. Oh man, um, I would say I have I have the least bad impact when I'm playing support because I can just exist. Yeah, AD carry the highs are high, mm-hmm. um, but but the, the lows, lows are low. Um, I mean, they're really low. I kind of feel like that's just ADC in general, though. Yeah, it's kind of just feast or famine over there, and you're kind of just left alone to I, uh... the jungler, especially on <laughs> season ten. No offense to, I mean, you as a designer, aggro. Uh, you left us to the wolves. Yeah, that's true. I do. I do sit and vibe for a little while. Uh, mm-hmm. And and tonight we're going to talk about the uh, the big update ten point three season of hopes. So we're going to talk about that uh, here in a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm filling in for Agro on on hosting duties for for tonight. Hence the scuffed introduction. But uh, luckily, Bear I and I. My best. Okay. This is... No, no, I just mean, oh, okay, I don't know okay. how long he drags out the what's up. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, he goes, yeah, what part, yeah. everybody? And I, I think I got that a little messed mm-hmm. up. Um, but luckily, you and I have stared longingly into one another's eyes before. Um, while holding hands. And so, and so, right, while holding hands. How long ago was that? Uh, that would have been in studio. So it would have been season... Was that... You were a bolt. I think that right? was last year. Was that season, the question, were you a Bolt in season eight? Did we do? Yeah, yeah, we were Bolts, we were Renegade season seven, and then Bolts eight right. and nine. Right, I knew you as a Renegade when I first mm-hmm. started casting. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if that was season eight when we longingly looked at one another. Was um, it that long ago? It, it could have been. I'm sure we could look it up. I, I don't know how many tweets you and I are tagged in together. We could probably look up um, how that I... really began. I want to say it was last year. I want to say it was spring split. Or you might have been in split. your jumpsuit. You might have been in your in your yellow banana suit. If I maybe not. I want to I say don't know. no. I think I was so enamored in that moment mm-hmm. um, that I've blacked. I blacked out. You know, it's like completely 
<laughs> gone from from my memory. Is that bad that um, I still remember it though? Does that mean your I remember moment was better than mine? <laughs> I remember the right. You had a terrible moment. I had a great moment. Um, I, no, I have a vague recollection of standing there with mm. you. Um, I don't remember what I said. I'm sure. I'm sure I was all sweaty and 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 tongue tied. And I don't even know how that really began. I guess through Ryan, um, I want you and I started talking more. Um, was that through? Wait, was that before or after I saw you in the gym? That was definitely before you and I, because I was living up okay. closer to the office at that point. So I was going to the the Lifetime that's that up there now. Summer, right? That was yes. between summer and fall. That you and I ran into each other at the gym for the first time, yes, between summer and fall, because we were talking about worlds and and yeah, all the you're happening right, yeah, that yeah, and all that. Um, and and that's going to be one of my ad segues later on. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna sprinkle that knowledge in there. Oh, you, yeah. Talking about you and I going to the gym with one another, it's gonna be great. Yeah. By um, the way, chat, I'm forcing Dolson to do the ad reads. Yeah, um, this is great. Yeah. Well, you so know, I'm the chair guy, right? Yeah, I, I'm the analyst. You're the handsome guy that talks about like. You give it mm. flavor, and I give it like right. the sure. the meat, you know. Right, right, right. That's good. Um, I think actually fantastic for one of the sponsors right. that we'll talk about a bit a bit later on. What was I right about? It was season eight. Found the tweet, July twenty third, twenty twenty one. It wasn't was last years year. For what it's worth, the last few years have been a blur. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the type of thing where um, I'm turning I'm turning twenty eight in in two weeks, so April second. So it'll be the Sunday of the SPL. Um, kickoff tournament mm-hmm. I turned 28 I was 25 at like the beginning of of all the Rona stuff and it's wild to me that suddenly here we are a few years later and I've just kind of forgotten um how the last few years have gone yeah I feel that um, way about my early 30s I kind of still feel like I'm 29 mm-hmm. uh <laughs> what we, are you 30 <laughs> 32 actually. oh okay <laughs> see see uh, you feel last... like an old man around the SPL you, like, uh, we joke with Zap, like, old man Zap. Yeah. He's been around forever. You've been around forever. Do you genuinely feel, because I do sometimes, and I'm, o- I'm only going to be 28, but I feel like some of the players we've got are, like, okay. 19, 20, 21. Like, even working with Mifflin, who's, like, a 23 or 24-year-old, makes me feel old. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you get those vibes. So I've been feeling that way since I joined SPL. Uh, so I, I started. Yeah, fair. SPL, I guess more relative. Yeah, when I was twenty three and twenty four. Right. And uh, so uh, you know, back in my day, we had the Pinnakid, who was like thirteen, uh-huh. and I was like ten years older than him back then, and I'm still ten years older than him now. And like players like Scream and Vin, they were like sixteen or like seventeen in like season four. Goodness, which was six years ago now. So like season four would be like twenty eight for me. So God, yeah, I guess the, you. <laughs> I've just always been like the old guy. Unfortunately, we always joke with um with Miff because you know the the Penta kid Penta Miff was was that clip. Oh no. Um, and so we always joke with Miff on the broadcast because he was talking about how he looked across the stage and Coast's feet wouldn't touch the ground because yeah. he was such a young kid at the time. Like, he was just kind of dangling from his, his uh, chair. But now, I guess for you, I mean, after all those years, now mm-hmm. now he's in the SPL and you get to play against him for an entire year. Um, I do feel like he probably should have been in SPL by now. Yeah. And probably if we 
patent swap to a land league, he would definitely be in SPL, like in the EU SPL or whatever. Right. Um, I mean, he's just been like waiting for that spot to open up and waiting for a team to give him a chance. And in my opinion, like he should have been SPL earlier, but also I think it really meant a lot for him to literally earn his spot this time and yep. literally like force himself i guess into the sure SPL. yeah i, I can imagine like the time. it would have felt you know it feels good either way making it in but like this one you played through an entire weekend mm-hmm. and um yeah i don't know that's a really good story um have you been have you been on the the ranked grind at all barracuda like uh leading up to the spl season i know some pros mm-hmm. just like slam the ranked cues mm-hmm. are you are you a ranked enjoyer i am a smurf enjoyer Mm-hmm. Um, I love smurfing. <laughs> Me and Hurry were smurfing together a lot yep. to build synergy and to just like become teammates and to become friends and everything. Because I've known Hurry a while, but not like that close. Obviously, he was my coach in season two. Um, but we've never been like that that close. Um, right. So leading up to this split, I wasn't really feeling streaming in the off season this time. Um, I was just like kind of mentally gapped. And when you're mentally gapped, you don't really want to be streaming. You just kind of want to keep playing Smite. Um, sure. So I was getting into ranked on my Smurf and I was playing a lot of casuals. And then Hurry was like, yo, we should queue sometime. And so we started That's slamming true. ranked a lot and just kind of duo queuing. But I haven't streamed. My main account is literally 1500. <laughs> I haven't played <laughs> a game on my main account. Untouched. Um, it, there's parts of me that kind of feels like ranked is helpful to a point and then after right. that it's only hurtful for your playstyle. and like your mechanics in my opinion can only get so good until your game knowledge and the plays that you go for start deteriorating because you're used to like being in a better spot than you actually are in like spl and scrims and everything yeah, I think um I don't know if you've noticed. I'm on I'm on the ranked sprint right now. So I've started streaming mm, a little bit this really? year. Um and and I'm on the path to diamond. It's it's Dave to Diamond. I've been I've been streaming my ranked journey. Wow. Um, and I'm plat three right now. Now there's nice. an important caveat to this. Okay. <laughs> um I'm duoing with Lermy the entire time. <laughs> so like um and provided she's like really good. She's right? really good. <laughs> um and so I've learned the the finesse and the art um, of Smite in in not feeding. Right, mm-hmm. I I've had games where I still do really well. I, I've I've often said I think if I I don't recommend solo queuing because it's mind numbing sometimes. But mm-hmm. if I had a duo partner who was genuinely my skill level, and I grinded for an entire season, I'd probably likely end up where where I I am right now, like high mm-hmm. high plat. I could maybe maybe dip my toe into diamond if i got a lucky lucky streak of games um, but i'm mm. rarely the one who's like 15 and 2 carrying my games um yeah. but yeah, i don't ever you... lose my team the game and that's really important as i'm you know i might be a non-factor which maybe loses my team the game but i'm not the guy <laughs> who's like oh and eight in lane you know i i mm. i i have the the you're the safe player I'm the, the I love W King, but I know when I'm outclassed and I know when I need to just sit behind my tower and, and absorb the wave and wait for my jungler to come over. Um 
because as we've gotten up into the higher and higher ranks and I'm playing against players who've got like their GM borders and stuff like that, I don't know how much that really matters, but like, I'm like, all right, this person is probably mechanically a lot better than I am. Mm -hmm. I can go into lane with full confidence. However, once things start going sideways, I'm like, the last thing I want to do is feed like a million kills over to this guy. And Mm -hmm. so I'm just going to sit, I'm going to do my best. I might be a level or two down, but I'll catch back up. It's not the end of the world. So I will say, even if, you know, I probably don't deserve like super high diamond, I'm at least hanging in there in all my games. Um, yeah, I think that's a important thing that more people need to know is right. MOBAs aren't always about you. And yeah, mm-hmm. you might have been ganked and you might have had a purple or two invaded, but that doesn't win or lose you the game. And it's okay to sit behind your tower and accept the L, but a lot of players... They just see it. I think, especially in Smite, you kind of feel pain like in a different way than like. <laughs> it's like, emotional. Like, yeah, like because you feel like your character when you're playing sometimes, and you like, okay, yeah. I'm literally just sitting behind my tower doing nothing right now. Like, I want to be the one that's pressuring on the tower. I want to be the one playing aggressive. And that's not. That's not always how it can be, unfortunately. Especially as a laner, I don't know yeah. about jungle. If you can just kind of sit back and farm, probably not. As a laner, especially, sometimes you got to hold the L while you're jungler and support do other things on the map. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big laney boy. I like I've been playing a lot of duo, uh, and then oh, yeah. every once in a while, I I Q play by the way, I Q AD carry. Um, mm-hmm. here's the thing, and maybe this goes with what I just said. I've ended up playing a lot of Charybdis. <laughs> oh no! Because I know, I know, no. I know, no. I know, no. I know. Because because what ends up happening mm-hmm. is like. I'll look at the enemy comp, and it's like full-on dive, and I'm like, all right, what is the god that I'm just going to be able to get out and be safe on if I'm playing AD carry? And Charybdis is always the answer, but I will say, in those games, I do feel the most useless, where I'm like, (laughs) if I'm missing my ult, and and I I come out of my three, I'm still getting dove, whatever, Mm -hmm. I don't know, there's not much I can do after it. I love playing Rom, I love playing Ishtar. Um, Any CERN? I do play some CERN uh, from time to time. I think I just get hyper. I get hyper mentally scared in picks and bans. Like if I see an ounce mm-hmm. of dive, I'm like, it's got to be a Charybdis game. So, I yeah, <laughs> and, and I have like no confidence in myself. Um, I do love CERN, Rom. I play mm-hmm. some Iza, but like I don't feel like I can really fight uh, a lot of the time. Like I get good wave pressure, mm-hmm. but I, I got like gapped by a jabalanke in lane the other day who built like full ability damage and was just poking me and i was left for dead um that was izanami um Uh, i don't know again i'm still not great but um yeah that's not the best matchup for you unfortunately because you have to stand in the wave and meanwhile you're just uh eating bola after bola after bola Mm -hmm. so you all right good i feel seen this is good you either force the trade initially or you just eat bola and bola and bola wave after wave and you're like this is unfun i can't even pressure the wave. All right, good. i'm glad i feel seen because that's exactly yeah. what happened um i would say maybe get off of the charybdis because uh, she literally is fake but i'm safe. so scared she's fake so safe scared. <laughs> everyone's like charybdis is so safe look you can go underground and then your ult has like 20 percent movement speed dude she's not safe she's not a safe character she is fake safe yeah you die like uh, I do die a lot anyway, right? Yeah, exactly. Like if there's a jungler on you and you're ulting, you're still dead. Like you're just moving slightly faster. 
You're right. I am a little speedy. And then if I want to turn and use the ult, I'm rooted in place, and that gets yeah. me killed all the time. Um, and, all right. So maybe, maybe I should. And the majority of the time, the ult misses anyways. Like, it's a fake push off sometimes. Right. And other times you're like, oh, I'm going to go for the Wamba. Uh, okay, and I'm dead. Like, yeah. you see the juicer roll, and the juicer roll misses, and you're like, <laughs> maybe I should have just been auto attacking. <laughs> like, all right. I'm never playing Charybdis again. We're hanging it up. Nice. We're going back. What's good, what's good. what's free MMR in your mind? CERN? Like, you threw out CERN. Ishtar, CERN, I think Hachi's in a pretty good spot. If you like yep. playing safe, Jingwei is literally just a better Charybdis. Like, yeah. your ult can go over walls, your ult can go really far, you're safe from most knock-up characters in the game. Um, You still have That's a good... True. Also, Jingwei, a lot of people think Jingwei is like really bad in lane. She actually has a pretty good lane if your support has CC. Like, say you're playing with like a Sylvanas or like a Fafnir, and they root somebody, they root pull somebody into a knockup, and then you silvolt them after your knockup, and they're CC'd for like four or five seconds straight while you're drilling auto attacks into them. So, yeah, I think that's my. Um, I think laning phase is how I end up picking my AD carries. I like I like Iza because I'm like I can just two the wave and auto it, and I like don't have to worry about pressure for a second. But then I end up getting owned by like certain matchups and Charybdis. I'm like okay, I can auto through the the wave and I can like go underneath and like mm -hmm. under the water and dash away if I need to or whatever. Um, I need to I need to get a bit more uncomfortable potentially during the laning phase, even if it's not terrible, and just accept that it might be better later on in the game. It sounds like you would really like Hachi as well, because he kind of does sure. everything, and he's, in my opinion, he's safer than Charybdis, because I think the, I think Hachi Dash is much better than Charybdis Dash, or like Underwater, whatever. Yeah, um, that's true. Because you can burn somebody's beads, and then, oh, and then as Charybdis, you turn around, you see the jungler, you're like, oh crap, time to press three, and they just run next to you. <laughs> yeah, and I hate like, it. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, okay, let me give them a baby knockback while they, like, kill me in my ult. That's um, a really good point, because um, I'm not really getting away. I am just yeah. <laughs> delaying the inevitable, maybe. Um, uh, yeah, that's a good point. I need to di I need to diversify. And I would recommend maybe like a little Chernabog gameplay, because mm. you can get yeah, poked you would out. Say churn. Yeah, you can get poked out, and then you can ult back to lane. So even if you like mess up a trade or two, and the guy like walks around the corner to invade your purple buff, you can just one two the wave back, ult out of base, chase him down, buy your item, and play that way yeah okay all right so the 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 dave to diamond is gonna resume some point mm -hmm. soon and then uh and then i'll if... i'll i'll change up that is a good point and somebody and and the hippies mentioning us in chat i feel like my my carry picks also come down a lot to who i feel like i can actually aim and hit autos with they all feel so yeah. different to me that like sometimes i just feel like i'm missing everything um, like Rom, I don't know why. Something about Rom, I can just I hit everything. Um, he has very Charybdis, auto attacks. As much as we we d potentially dislike Cardi B, I'm I'm feeling like I'm hitting those autos. Um, so I just I need to figure out my my AD carry pool. Um, all right, we're gonna give this we're gonna give this a try here, Barra. Sure. Um, did you know that today's episode of the Backliners is sponsored by Honey? It's the no, easy way to save when you're shopping on your iPhone. Or on your computer. Mm -hmm. um, say say I walk into the gym, right, and you're there, and we lock eyes. Describe that emotion to me. Uh, love. It's like yeah. if I was laying in a bed of, like, warm yeah. mashed potatoes. 
Ooh, that's good. And 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 you're covered by warmth and and happiness warm, and thickness, buttery, yeah, salty warm, goodness. Warm, thick, buttery. That's a, butter. Buttery is carrying a lot of weight in this in this <laughs> statement. Warm, thick, buttery, salty goodness. Um, and that's exactly yeah. how I feel, and and you can feel mm-hmm. when you shop online using honey and thanks to honey manually searching for coupon codes which i used to do all the time I, anytime i was about to check out for something i'd always look up and see if that was if there, there was some coupon code searching out there i don't have to do that anymore um it's a free shopping tool free is important here it's saving you money and it's free to use uh scours the internet does all the searching for those promo codes for you and then it'll find and applies the best one uh for your current situation into mm-hmm. your cart uh, so how it works. Imagine you're shopping one of your favorite sites. For me, I'm I'm constantly searching for protein powder, uh, supplements, things like that. They're all very expensive. Um, and suddenly the little honey button appears and you can click on that. Then you click apply, apply coupons. You'll wait a few seconds. Honey will search the internet. It'll find those coupons and it'll apply it right there. Uh, and you can watch and watch the prices drop in real also, time. You can get like a small percentage off sometimes depending on the website. Yeah, awesome. correct. Which is amazing. And and as I mentioned, I I actually, I use stuff like this and and honey is a great example of it. I'd use honey when I'm trying to buy all those expensive protein powders, you know, I'm talking like $60 mm-hmm. a tub. Jeez. Uh, you know, you can get Oh yeah, it's pricey. Barry, it's pricey to maintain 60 bucks on. Well, I mean, and I you mean, might not have not to anymore. ever again. Yeah, exactly. And you might not have to ever again. Um but, you know, it really works for everything. I've been on a clothing grind recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying to change up my gym outfits. And my I'm wearing a, a, a an anime shirt right now. I've got hoodies, um, all those sorts of things. Because I can't let anyone see what's underneath. That's really of important. Is I'm actually wearing the biggest, baggiest things I can find. Mm-hmm. Um, and since oh, I'm on a clothing grind. those guys. The super yep. buff guys that wears the, like, <laughs> the, the loose-fitting stuff that's, like, you can still see how jacked I am. But I'm not yes. showing it off. I'm being humble Correct. about my jackness. Right. And that's how you see it. But in my brain, I'm like, I'm way oh. too small to show off any oh. <laughs> bit of, of my physique. Right. And so when I'm buying those types of clothes, I use honey uh, to find the discount. That's how the me. rest of us see you too. Just so <laughs> small and just. Right. Small and scrawny. Yeah. Um, well, good news <laughs> is I can buy more clothes like that and find the best discounts using honey. Uh, and if you don't already have honey, uh, you could just straight up be missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash backliners. That's joinhoney.com slash backliners. That was perfect. Not too shabby for my uh, for my first one. All right, Barry. Let's um yeah, we you really you teed me up there with a great one to uh to to start things off. Um <laughs> yeah, someone in chat. Go to the gym, guys. You get body dysmorphia for free. That's just that's the truth. <laughs> Um, all right, let's and talk a bit <laughs> and cheaper clothes. That's right. As long as you're using honey. Um, so big yeah, 10.3 update recently. Sorry. Did I pull you away? Were, were we going to go further in on me and my body sadness or I would always go in further, uh, we're talking <laughs> about your body. Um, Oh my I goodness. Would, I would love to uh-huh. figure out how much you want to talk about the past. Shows. If you want to do it, like. Because basically, the overarching thing about this patch notes is healing and life still got worse. Okay, and yep. the healer gods themselves 
got changed to either be protectors, buffers, or more damage, or they just got their heal nerfed a little I bit. Think, I think what I want to talk about, um, big change in Slash in 10.3. Um, increased setup, increased setup hmm. time from 60 to 75 seconds. Um, yeah. Is the line item for for Slash. Um, so uh, that's worth maybe saying. <laughs> yeah, that's a really... I actually didn't know that. Um, I didn't even yeah. know there was a setup time in Slash yeah. because... I'm pretty sure in Slash, all you do is run to the red buff. I'm going to be honest, Bear, I've played Slash maybe like three times. Um, really? It's such a yeah, good Yeah, only a few move. times. Um, yeah, we can, we can piecemeal through, through 10.3 here. Um, you, I know some of the pros got a chance to play some PTS, right? I know PBM came on the Dev Insight show after mm -hmm. Patch Notes the other day, and... Um, talked a bit about some of his experiences he was actually a really great guest to have because of some of the healing changes he's a big aphrodite fan uh she got a great tier five skin or will be mm -hmm. getting in uh 10.3 yeah it was um, weird that afro got so many buffs and a tier five skin yeah you know it's it's amazing <laughs> how the world it's works crazy how those things line up you know? sometimes yeah um that's really interesting so you do see it as you see it as an afro buff i i assume based on uh, your yeah, because uh, I don't think that character has seen pro play consistently in the last 10 years. Um, <laughs> the last, the last thing God. I remember yeah, about Aphrodite is Dardes picking her very yep. slightly and Shadow Q dodging a Poseidon 1 at launch tournament. That's yep. the only Aphrodite moments I have in my mind, and I've played this game for 10 years. Um, yep, I agree. I so think I Aphrodite will be good. Yeah, and I think her kit before just didn't really make a lot of sense. I think it was a little outdated. Um, and I think changing healers, their identity to being more actual characters instead of just, oh no, we've hit late game, we didn't immediately win the team fight. they're healing to full, oh uh -huh. boy, here we go. Um, I feel like that's a really healthy direction. I know some people were complaining, it's like, oh no, I'm going to get one shot by a hell... Dog, she was already one-shotting you. Like, yeah, uh -huh. full. Okay, I played against Paul for like four years. Hell, one. -shots. Yeah, you would know. Yeah. You would know every time you play against Paul. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'm. I think from a neutral perspective, which I would mm -hmm. consider myself, um, I'm really interested to see how the the healing changes go over because it's not even well. Obviously, the the way healing works. Is sort of the idea, but with that, the devs talked about this. Laramie and, and Clumsy and, and, and AJ, mm -hmm. they had to they had to look at and tweak like seventy gods or something like that who have some type of healing in their kit. Um, mm -hmm. And so a lot of the time, the well, I guess the idea is that the percent or the the scaling with magical power or or power in general was removed. It was changed to just kind of like flat level based, but gods who got worse because of that received some type of tweak to their kit. Exactly. Um, to either buff them or, or or try to neutralize things out. Um, so I think Afro was a big topic of conversation. Let me find in these patch notes here. Um, I'm gonna scroll. Okay, we got new we got new healing items yeah, and all that sort of stuff too. I'll um, go over the conquest stuff real quick. Um, basically the jungle path layouts got changed. There's oh no, right like, the map itself. Yeah, there's a chest camp now. I'm trying to go like semi in order. Um, there's a chest. Yeah, that's now. a smart man. Let's scroll back so, up here. <laughs> I'm getting off kilter immediately. Oh no! Halfway down the patch notes. 
Um, there's a chest camp now, and if you're behind, there will be little chests that spawn in the interior of the camp that give the player that's most behind on your team. It gives everyone gold, but it gives the player that's most behind on your team the most gold. So it's also a comeback mechanic. And on top of that, um, they're cranking up the shutdown gold, and yep. it gives us, I think, a small global assist if you get a shutdown kill across yep. the map. Um, yep. I'm not sure... If, is that like a normal assist amount? I don't really Yeah, I'm trying to find... We're going to end up scrolling down to it at some yeah. point and find it. But you're right, it is a global... Actually, and with the UI update, I actually think it's it's worth mentioning here because there is a big UI overhaul, which I think looks really nice. Mm -hmm. um, in the UI now, you'll be able to see opposing players that have a gold bounty on yep. them. Um, which, you know, you'd be able to figure anyway, like in the current game state, you look at the, the, the tab screen, you see who's doing what and you're like all right that guy probably is worth a lot of gold yep. um now you can literally see how much uh they're worth um vera do you think you and your team are uniquely mm -hmm. qualified um to think about that that comeback mechanic chest buff do you think you're going to be utilizing that a good bit of the time oh of course i think <laughs> also uh we plan on getting behind a lot so we plan on getting yeah, our good. chest as often as possible and that being said they now spawn every two minutes instead of four minutes. Um, right. So it gives your supports and your junglers something to do on the map instead of, uh, as me and Dolson know, getting ganked by the jungler every 30 yeah, seconds to a minute. Yes. Uh, so they have some back harpies to invade now. And That's a right, chest back harpies. To invade, yep. Which is, in my opinion, a really healthy chance because I think, I talked about it with Agro before, but Season 10 was a very basic, very baseline version of Smite. Um, sure. Buffs getting pushback spawn timer wise um losing scepter losing treby losing all of these individual components i forgot the trebuchet oh yeah. i like i liked the bucket man yeah, i like the, the trebuchet was great. <laughs> uh but yeah it was a this this was a very simplified version of smite uh for the introduction of season 10 so seeing these respawn timers go down seeing a chess camp spawning um seeing the neutral harpies going around the map uh, in a different way, in my opinion, is healthy because it it promotes fighting. That's not oh, I'm getting ganked again, and right. it's not fun for laners. Uh, it gives the junglers and support something to do, which, in my opinion, is always healthy because it kind of distracts them on the map. Um, also, real quick, uh, fire giant now the buff now lasts three minutes instead of four minutes, so there's a sixty second downtime between. The okay, spawn that's. Of... I feel. I was gonna say I. I, from a neutral perspective, I think I like that. Um, I think as as a as a guy who is losing Fire Giant a lot, um, and maybe and maybe you're right, it's Charybdis all the time. Um, maybe as a caster too, I think I like I like the potential of a team that's down to to push out a few more waves. Know that the opposing team is not on FG during this mm -hmm. one minute. And then try to set up some ward coverage, whatever, and and give a chance at, um, you know, either a fight or a steal or something mm -hmm. like that. Because I feel like what we saw during the 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 promo tournament, the 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 SPL finding the last two teams, yep. was a lot of the team who was like super far ahead would get FG. They'd run, they'd siege, and they should, you know, they should be really far ahead as they mm -hmm. were. But then immediately, when that FG wears off. You know, they were able to maximize it, which is a skill in and of itself. They, they drop a Phoenix, whatever. 
go back reset by the time they're back and reset the fire giants back up again and the opposing team on defense yep. never really got a chance to, to step foot outside of their base um and i think you could make an argument for both like you're so far ahead that you mm -hmm. deserve you know to, to have that type of commanding map state but but again from a spectator point of view i like setting the scene where there is an extra bit of time between the buff mm -hmm. falling off and the next one respawning um but i don't know if you feel um one way or another as an actual player yeah i completely agree um because that minute was always a very awkward minute in scrims right. and in ranked those like do we want to spend this time sieging a phoenix for the last minute or do we want to reset and just set up wards so now in my opinion it kind of just like you were saying, kind of like forces you to reset, forces you to like reset vision around fire giant instead of doing this awkward dance of do we want to siege? If one of us dies on this siege, we lose fire giant, which is like a weird right. feeling. And it's because it's never happened before that there was always like a minute buffer. Um, so I think that brings it back to the healthy minute buffer and kind of also doesn't feel as suffocating when you lose fire giant because it went it going it's going overall from four minutes to three minutes. Right. Um, so you only have to defend theoretically for like two and a half minutes between them getting fire giant, either resetting or walking down to your base. Uh, so I think for players, it also kind of allows for a comeback mechanic necessarily because you have less sieges to defend now. Um, right. But I, I think it's a healthy change. I think it also like speeds up the pace of the game a little bit. Yeah, sure. I mean, because it was, what was it last year? Four minutes of actual buff with a yep. one minute uh, a buffer on the end respawn. for a five minute respawn um yeah cause, i mean there were i mean you're right because there, there'll be situations i'm sure this year where a team gets absolutely stuffed on an fg siege mm -hmm. like the first attempt and then we literally sit for like the, the, yeah. the next four and a half minutes waiting for it to respawn because nobody yep. wants to do anything until the next fg so now at least it's a it's a minute shorter i guess mm -hmm. um because that's that's actually danger territory for casters that that fight the four minute block especially that's when it's like Niff and i together yeah and it's like you know, if it's a high intensity game, we stay dialed in. But if there is room for joking, if we're if it's sort of a chill, like mid year game, less impactful, that's that's where potential for for off the rails uh, mm -hmm. gets a bit higher. And I'm I'm definitely at high risk to that. Which I don't so really we'll see. Blame oh, go ahead. Like, what are you supposed to yeah. talk about for four minutes while you watch? It depends how far <laughs> depends how far into the game okay, we okay. are. If, if it was like the first FG, mm -hmm. and there's still like some scaling to be done. Yeah, we can still talk about all right in the next you know item or two. This is this is maybe who's going to be in a bit of a better spot. Um, mm -hmm. But if you're if you're like thirty minutes, thirty five minutes into a game, it's it's already been a couple FGs. Map state is the same. Everyone mm -hmm. is scaled. I mean, you can kind of reference back to like what has been going well or poorly yeah, in team a, like, fights, but a history lesson a little bit of the right. Game. Like yeah. here's what's happened. Mm -hmm. um, and then you look at the clock and you're like, oh my god, that was only a minute. I've got three <laughs> more to cover. Um, yeah, it happens sometimes. And that's when it's like, all right, I got to just talk about something else entirely. Um, so we'll see with FG. Um, one minute left, or one minute less, and then the one minute buffer again before a, a four minute respawn for a grand total of three minutes yep. of uh, a fire giant buff. Um, harpies, things like that changed up a bit. I know the back harpies we just talked about. Um, yeah, actually, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth sinking into starts now because 
Probably not until... I think it's weird yeah. where the Harpies are worth less. Mm-hmm. And so people are still trying to figure out in, in 10.3 how to hit, or if they can even hit level 2 by pulling yep. certain camps, 3-splitting, things like that. So that that start will change up um, a little bit. And Slight also, number of tweaks. Important change to Golden Pyro. Um, if you try to body block it, it now attacks mm. you, which is very important because... I'm sure everyone's seen their support running circles around gold. Oh, is that the circle thing? Yep. Now I thought can't... they were just being silly. <laughs> now, now you can't do that anymore because now the ah. gold is faster too, up to 400 movement speed, and uh, it'll attack anyone trying to body block it, which in my opinion is a really healthy change because I don't think it should have been, the, been in the game anyways because yep. you shouldn't be able to do an objective that is that powerful and take literally... Zero damage. Zero damage, it, right. Yeah, it's just goofy. Um, Bastion's getting tankier, up 300 health from 1,200 to 1,500. Have you, you felt want... like those have been impactful, Bastions? It depends on the lane pressure. Um, if they're a lane, like, I'm sure you've landed against the magical ADCs. Oh, yeah. Those things, if they get pearl buff, you're losing that first Bastion in a minute. <laughs> like, the, you're auto-attacking that thing for like 60 as Olorun and Soul, and you're just melting it. And then yeah. that kind of feels suffocating because it's it's also a mental thing. It's like, I'm three to four minutes in, and they've taken both of my Bastions now as the Magical ADC. Um, so you yeah. definitely... It feels bad. Yeah, and you watch their goal just increase and increase, and they walk over their shield camp, and you're like, oh boy, I'm even further behind. <laughs> um so I think this Bastion health increase obviously slows down the early game pressure, which is a lot of what's been going on in this patch uh, with the comeback mechanic on chest, with a shutdown gold, with a shutdown showing on uh, the tab tomb, which you touched on earlier. I think that all of this is really healthy. I mean, it's healthy for like the pros also, but it's also healthy for um, noobs that just kind of you're like, okay, yep. my team is behind. There's nothing for me to do. There's no buffs up. I can't farm anything. We're just going to lose. Now you can go to a chess camp and mm-hmm. uh, get some gold back or figure out who you need to focus and kill. Right. Um, so you can just type to your teammates, hey, press tab. We, we got to kill that guy. Yeah, I'd hide behind them. As long as I'm not playing against <laughs> Izanami. Someone in, in chat mentioned that also. Like If I'm getting shoved beneath tower, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to sit behind here while I farm for a minute. Um I don't blame you. Actually, I think like day one in, in season 10, I played against a Naja support and was just getting ring bounced constantly. Oh, um, that's an so. easy prophetic stack right there. It was slightly annoying. Uh, slightly annoying. Um, I don't know if you want to talk much about some of the camps got no. <clears throat> slightly tweaked. Um, Totem did get buffed a bit. So the output buff is, is 10 to 15% mm. or from 10 to 15. The area of the buff is increased a little bit. Um, and the reward buff is given to all gods on the team. And so that's a nice little change. Because solo, <laughs> solo laners were a bit outspoken after the uh, the update show. Um, I think Totem, obviously very important in that lane. Mm-hmm. I don't know, is 10 to 15? That's I guess that's the uh, when, you're, when you're fighting in the little aura. Um, do you feel like Totem is, was in a good spot? Do you mind totem buffs over there in solo i honestly have no idea uh i played about <laughs> Fair enough. i played about three solo games this season so i have no idea how that yeah, lane works i keep getting auto filled there and i'm like all right yeah because um, remember well i guess we'll talk about this <clears throat> in a little bit but but teleport also got yes. nerfed 
where it's it's like what 20 20 seconds, seconds something higher. like that off yep. higher right um which sucks for me because i go into solo i get auto filled into oh, solo no. and i just want to sit i want to i want to farm 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 stay mm-hmm. alive until my teleports back up teleport back to lane repeat now you're mm-hmm. telling me i gotta survive another wave or two that's unbelievable um and i only say that as someone who constantly loses lane um <laughs> as a as a solo laner um, it sounds like you have a an issue uh dolson that I you do. might need to work on which is yeah. winning lane yeah right um, um i can win lane in one lane uh-huh and that's As... duo if i have an aggressive support and that's have you it. tried kakolin solo um managing rage is intimidating to me it's <laughs> okay so i don't manage it at all i just hold my w key and if i okay. get ganked i'm fighting both of them and it's the most Fair fun enough. you'll ever have playing solo lane and i promise you because you don't have to worry about mana like that's true. I just see, oh, cool! That's I true. got I got rage and like twenty five rage points or whatever it's called. Like if I get ganked, I'm turning this gank and I'm fighting. Um, and also you just kind of jam or didn't have some fun, let loose, rage out a little bit. I, I think you enjoy it. All right, we own it. All right, so we're we're running. I am a big like Mulan fan. Um, oh, I cannot play that character. I like how the the kit flows. Every once mm-hmm. in a while, I'm just hitting all my my stuns. Every once in a while, um. I'm just missing them all. Uh, before we get into some of the item changes, because there's a whole bunch of, and I guess really the healing changes, because there's mm-hmm. healing changes, therefore item changes, therefore God changes. Um, as we all know, and you might have noticed this to today, Barra, it was cold the last few days. It was. And now suddenly burning hot. Um, yep. Today was really, really warm, which means spring is just around the corner. It means summertime is is just beyond that. And so the time is now to to get your meals going, get your food on the right track, get the gym sessions really dialed in, um, and and really get yourself moving in the right direction. And and, and eating and and weight gain, weight loss, whatever your goals are, so so important. Um, and we've got a great sponsor here on on this episode of the Backliners, Factor Meals. Um, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. You can get nutritious, chef-prepared meals mm-hmm. delivered straight to your door. You don't have to move. I would, oh. I would, you know, I'd encourage some outside movement, mm-hmm. but but you won't have to move to get these actual meals. And so you'll have to, you know, find that elsewhere during your day. Um, which of course then leaves you time and energy to do just about anything else that you're looking you to could do. literally heat up the meal for, in, for two you minutes can. and then that's right. on your way to the gym eat the meal that's right you, you wouldn't know about this better than i would because you've been working out a, a little more based off of our bodies um <laughs> well you wouldn't know because i'm covered from head yeah, to toe because you're covered <laughs> uh that's really hiding the physique right um i guess that'd be a good thing to eat right before yes maybe okay. absolutely absolutely and 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 factor can help you on on that journey um and and for me right now so i'm i'm in a process of losing weight and so i'm i'm cutting calories pretty heavily um and a service like factor is is so helpful for me um because they've got a whole lot of meals 550 calories and below which is which is awesome you know i can eat Mm -hmm. four or five of those in a day a, a good amount of food and still be be kind of hitting my my own personal goals um, I am 
really bad about finding variety in my diet when I'm just cooking for myself. If I go to the grocery store, I buy all the individual ingredients. I end up eating the same like six things yeah, constantly. Me you were just eating steak and rice last time, I think. Um, yes, it's it's a lot of ground beef, a lot mm-hmm. of rice. During this time of year where I'm losing weight, it's even leaner ground beef, but also chicken and broccoli and those sorts of things. Oh, you're on um, the- which sounds as bad as mm-hmm. it is. Um, and luckily, if I'm powering up for springtime and summer with factor meals, I don't have to worry about that because all of their meals, chef prepared, amazing ingredients, beautiful taste. Mm-hmm. And all you've got to do, stick it in the microwave, heat it up, heat, heat it up, heat it up um, and enjoy it. And, and I think one thing that's really important is not everyone is on the same angle with their with their food and, and what they mm-hmm. like to eat so there's vegan options there's veggie options um and factor has all of that factored in to their options Clean. um head to factormeals.com slash backliners 50 and use code backliners 50 for 50 percent off your first box that's a great deal okay. uh that's code backliners 50 at factormeals.com slash backliners and use code backliners 50 to get 50% off your first box. And I'm not kidding. That's actually it's a great deal. It's a great service. And and it's so it's very helpful for me and someone who's not very food creative. Mm-hmm. Um and and even just learning new, I mean, new I, recipes from a service like that. I will say their vegan meals were delicious. Um so I got them right when I first transitioned to going vegan and that's right. I was very surprised. Uh well there's just this, you know, well, that's another topic. I won't get into that. Um, yeah, vegan meal is delicious. I, I was about right. to go off on a terrible tangent there. Won't go on. Barry, if I don't see that. you walking into the studio with something that's not bread and mm-hmm. banana, I want to see you walking into the studio with a nice factor meals box. Mm-hmm. You're going to make all the other pros jealous. Um, they jealous of my bread. They already are jealous of your bread. You're, you're absolutely Yeah, I, last year I came to the studios. I had some toast with some hummus and some hemp seeds. And I got added by Smite Pro that uh they were they didn't know what I was eating. Um, so yeah, was... because you know that's you Is know what something wrong with hummus. No, no, no. You know okay, what? Okay, good. You know what, Barry? You do yes. you. You do you. And for the rest of us, we'll go to FactorMeals.com/fifty <laughs> to get fifty percent off our and first I don't box. Blame you. <laughs> Thanks to to Factor for sponsoring this episode of the Backliners Podcast. Um, all right. Got, I'm I'm bad at hosting. We we've run really long here, um, so we can kind of summarize sure. in the next 15, 20 minutes or so um, some yep. of the big changes. So healing, we've mentioned it. Um, Global anti heal buff gone. Yep. By the way, um, that's right. That's right. What is it? The brawling or, or whatever yeah. they called it. Um, I don't know. That's out of here. Yep. Get it out of my out of my game. Should have been in there to begin with. It was a band out of my face. face. That's right. Um, so there's no power scaling on any gods for any of their healing abilities. Like we said, there's like 70 something gods that have healing in their kit. There's no more, you know, this flat rate per level plus percentage of power uh, on any any healing abilities, which is which is big. Mm-hmm. Um, Aphrodite and Hell exclusively will receive level based scaling on their healing. Every other god has no scaling, only ranking it up, or buying a healing increase item will increase their healing. You're right. That's such a huge change. Aggro needed to take um, a quick breather. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll in, in 
Oh, summary how would you yeah. no I'm, I'm handing it to you here soon okay good how big of a change do you really think this is for for smite and meta and and what we're gonna see in general uh massive change um i was talking about it on stream yesterday i think mm-hmm. this is one of the biggest changes to smite ever um because healers have always been a very suffocating thing to play against especially like the hells, in my opinion, I don't think Raw and Afro ever got to that level of hell territory where it was just like, okay, right. the hell got a lead. We buy anti-heal and it seems to not matter and we just lose. Um, so I think now they've completely taken off that knob of magical power and changed hell to be more of a buffer, giving her attack speed on her three, uh, right. making her dark stance one go through walls now. So she's more of a fluid character that just does damage obviously she heals too but after a reset the enemy team's not going to be full hp you can still leash the fire giant you can still leash power you can still leash gold without feeling like okay we didn't kill anyone and now we lose <laughs> the fight and now we lose the, right. the objective because like one person didn't cc properly or they just like sprinted away from us and that's not a very fun way to play smite in my opinion right um just doing that little dance so I think this is a very healthy change to changing Aphrodite being more of a protector, um, changing Hell to being more of a buffer damage dealer, changing, like you said, every other healer, the 70 other <laughs> ones or 68 other right. ones, to uh, being more either just worse at healing and worse at sustain or their damage options got buffed. And I right. think this is a very healthy change because healing has always been an issue in Smite. Um and I don't, this will probably create some other issues, but I think these other issues are much more tunable right. than healing as a whole. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I tend to agree with you. I think, again, I, I, I'll offer my perspective as, as a spectator. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was frustrating sometimes watching games where both teams would have some level of sustain, right? Oh, and oh, no. you'd sit around the FG, <laughs> yeah. you, you'd poke and prod at one another, and then both teams would step back, they'd sustain uh-huh. up, you know, one team has a Guan, the other has a Hell, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then for five to ten minutes, like, sometimes literally five to ten minutes, yep. we're poking, nobody finds that opening, we're backing up. And so from a from a spectator perspective, I think um, it might force teams to play more... Um, intentionally you can't just eat all of this free poke mm. um and and potentially changes up how we we see things do you think i, I know one one bit of feedback I, I saw a lot of was on the on the flip side and you, you mentioned it a little bit with changes in, in overall healing mm. um and and i sort of mentioned it just now do we think poke mages poke carries i mean i don't know what kind of poke tanks we got but but poke in yeah. general do you think that receives an inadvertent or, or almost a, a side-by-side buff because healing in itself uh got changed a bit yeah i'd say absolutely um i think the poke mages were already in a good spot uh throughout this meta i think at the uh the qualifier tournament we saw the merlins we saw the tiamats with the book of thoth and the new tablet which are like poke mages in general um i think healing was kind of pushed out by them anyways Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the poke mages, like you said, just got better in a different sense because now it kind of takes that healing option away 
and allows for the poke mages, like other poke mages, to come into the meta a little easier because they don't have to worry right. about oh the crazy heals and oh the resets. And I completely agree with you, by the way, on those fire giant dances of like the yeah. Guan Yamoja team comp versus like the hell team <laughs> comp on this side. And it's like okay, the Guan Yamoja team comp can't initiate on the hell, so the hell right. the breastplate can never die. Oh, neither team wants to pull fire giant, <laughs> so it's like boy, like that right. is you know the I don't... worst smite. I love I love a good suspenseful moment, right? Mm-hmm. Those are some of my favorite moments to build up uh, um, and, and really be, be dragged into it. I did have a mental threshold, though, when suspense <laughs> stopped being suspenseful and started feeling a bit tedious, yep. right? There, there, was a, there, was a, there was a fine line where after a few minutes of like, oh my god, who's going to find it? Where's it going to come from? Turns into, oh my god, please, someone, like, find mm-hmm. something. Where's it going to come from? Um, Someone leash a fire giant commit to it, please. right? Right, just start it and, and see what happens. So I, I think I think I, I was somewhere in between where I where I love those moments and mm-hmm. didn't mind the sustain because we got a couple couple looks at potential initiations and, and teams didn't have to full reset if they got poked out too heavily, whatever. Yeah. But there is a, a a delicate balance there where uh, full sustain uh, made some mm-hmm. of those dances last yeah, a little bit longer. I'll touch on the items real quick. Um, yeah, let's do that. Uh, now has an aura that ally gods within 30 units have 10% CDR. That's a very small radius, by the way. Um, that's like half of the auto attack range. So, yep. Do you need to be close to people uh, with Aslepius? Uh, new Rejuvenating Heart. It's got 70 magic power, 300 health, 300 mana. Successfully hitting enemy gods with base, basic attacks and abilities provides a stack of 6% healing dealt that is consumed by the next ability heal used. As a maximum of eight stacks, I don't really know of a good way to use this item. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think who who likes this. Um, this attacks and abilities. I was thinking maybe like a soul item on your yeah. one, and you just get like a fatty chunk heal there. But I don't know if that is changing the scaling or giving me a burst heal. I haven't experimented with that item. Um. But I was thinking maybe like Emoja as well, but it's like, do I want to change that or use that over like Prophetic or Thebes or Lotus Crown? Yeah. Um, or like I mean, it says it's one stack per god hit per ability, so it looks like tick damage type abilities won't mm-hmm. uh, won't work with this. So you can't throw out a Merlin, you know, one or whatever. Um, yeah. And just fully fully stack this up is is how I'm reading that at least. Yeah, I don't um, know if you need healing. In well, your you don't camp. need it, right? You don't need it anyway. I'm, I'm just something to like take oh, damage okay, or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, type of ability wouldn't work. Once I read basic attacks, I was like, oh, what kind of design were they going for with this? I was like, maybe I'm not far enough to see this. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. To, um, you have to enemy gods with it, so it's not like you can stack right. up in the jungle, then come to a team fight and get a burst heal. So. Yeah, we'll and see. It, yeah, the one stack per god hit per ability, and at eight stacks getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, or or basic attacks, I guess. Um, I guess right, you'd get more value. Surely you hit eight basic attacks <laughs> faster than you hit eight different yeah. abilities. That's certainly got to be the case. Um, unless I'm just totally out of my depth here. Um, I'm only seeing this like maybe on Olorun, maybe Soul. I would feel like I would never buy this on Kronos to use like on his one. Um, probably never a Freya item. 
maybe like a raw item something like that you'd probably just want more damage now especially with the ult change to having true damage that's on it right um, that's right yeah it could be a hades item too with the health that would probably feel pretty nice um because you have a lot yeah. of prots already in I mean, it's a fun time where like pros get to theory craft, and exactly, yeah. I'm sure we'll see it at some point in some build. Um, I don't know if this is suddenly an overwhelming item though. Uh, Last grasp, another new healing item, um, and this is kind of a flip side. This is for for healing allies. Uh, you gain 10 magical power per 10 percent of their missing health for six seconds after you heal an ally with an ability. Um, so healing mages, I guess. I mean, do you yeah, like healing you... first mages because it has flat penetration on it, mm -hmm. um, and you would want your ally to be lower HP so you get more magical power. So it's a, it's another niche item of effectiveness, almost like is this item just inherently better than a damage item? If I heal somebody with like. If they're missing 20% of their HP, I get 20 magical power. That takes the item to 120 magical power and 15 flat pin. Yeah. Um, I I see this on burst mages like raw, like hell. Um, but I don't know if they would value this item over other items. What do you um, think about a like a late item in a support build when supports are potentially building damage anyway? Like, do you, do you care much about throwing this on a Yamoja like in last slot? Uh, I think this honestly got if it's that late in the game, probably not good. It it would probably be good second on Yamoja, like after yeah, I guess the flat end. prophetic. Yeah, because right. um, late game with prophetic with thieves with embrace, um, people are very tanky. I don't uh, care about 15 flat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Squishies are tankier than they've ever yeah. been this meta. Um, so honestly, like you said, I think it'd be pretty good um, on a god like Emoja. I think I would just build it pretty early in the game versus later. Yeah, potentially earlier. Um, and so with some of those changes, new tier one, new tier two, we don't really mm -hmm. touch on that. Uh, Cad Club got reworked. Um, healing dealt increased by 30%. Of course, that's a change to just the healing changes in general. Those numbers are down, so the amplifying items um, are up. Uh, allied gods within 70 units have 10% CCR and 4% movement speed. Um, do we care much about CAD Club, or do you want to talk uh, I think the it's amplifier, scepter? I think it's an interesting item. Uh, probably good against CC comps. Also, the fact that it's 70 units versus 30 units... Um, you can use this much easier in a team fight positioning wise um yeah. than the cdr item earlier um so yeah i i think this is actually pretty useful probably pretty good on like guan maybe okay on like a hercules or something like that um maybe a surter maybe two something like that um any god with like sure. built-in sustain would probably feel pretty nice um yeah i think the movement speed movement speed is always a hard stat yeah, to feels good. yeah and it's 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 always gonna feel um vital amplifier that's a unique item healing yourself or now i've got with an ability you gain 10 percent attack speed so you talk about some of the uh carries that might yeah, have self heals this could feel nice i mean because 40 you got 40 power a little health a little mp5 20 percent attack speed on the item itself um and five percent basic attack damage stacking up to three times yeah yeah right that one at the end there yeah yeah that's pretty big i was like i think the only adc 
would probably be Cupid with this, I would assume. Um, I can't really think drop of a heart, pick else. it up. Yeah, I feel like Dan, you're only healing yourself once. Um, that's probably not great. Uh, I don't. AMC now has HP five, so it's not healing, so you can't use that. I don't think it would proc on uh, CERN's uh, summer stance or uh, spring stance. Sorry. Um, yep. I don't think you would oh, yeah. it on Neath, but maybe... Gotta imagine if it did on Cern's Delisteel. Yeah, <laughs> dude, he would be cooking. <laughs> you just own... That'd be the, the best dance game. in the game, dude. Yeah. Um, That's a cool item. Yeah, maybe a Neath item, but probably not. I think it's more of a Cupid item in the ADC tree anyways. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's pretty good on Ama. You probably stack it instantly. Chalk, you stack it instantly. Um... Sure. I don't know if it's per hit, so if it's like, if you like Mulan three, or um, I guess you wouldn't heal with Bologna three. Would that count with Bologna three? It is healing. Yeah. So maybe Bologna item, possibly. She's just auto attacking me to death. I love it as a carry. Um, yeah, this one, this one of those items is a caster. I'm gonna keep my eyes on. Um, yeah, because there are potential uses. Yeah. Um, yeah, right, because the attack speed also stacks, I believe. It's not just mm. the basic attack damage. So if both stack, you're getting a, a, a hefty chunk of attack speed. Um, Lone ADC going crazy. Yeah, it's going wild. Um, all right. We can speed run through through some of these cool. here. Sekhmet's Scepter. Um, this is basically because there was a lot of C CDR changes in this update. Um mm. It's another healing one. If you heal yourself or an allied god for the next six seconds, each uh, time you guys damage an enemy god with non... Or each time you damage an enemy god, period, your non-ultimate ability cooldowns are reduced by 0. 0.5 mm -hmm. seconds. It uh, can only occur once per second. Um, I don't know. I can't really do all the math on this all that quickly. If you maximize this fully, um, you can get, what, three seconds off your off your overall cooldown, something like that, if you hit somebody yeah. perfectly every second for six seconds um, and get three seconds off. It's it's only healing, so I don't know how effective that would be. If it's like a chalk three, if it happens every second... Oh, it's each time I'm... you damage, just you as a you as an individual damage yeah. an enemy god. I see, okay. Um, huh. So you have to heal and then hit somebody and then you get cooldowns reduced then you get, once per right, second. Right. A little and bit of that a confusing passive for sure. Right. That lasts for six seconds, but you only get 0.5 reduction. Mm -hmm. So you can only get half a second off every second <laughs> or six seconds. Uh, I'm going to assume that means three seconds. Um, yeah. What do you think? Niche? We're going, we're going niche, good, bad. I'm and that's going... our scale here. Niche because I don't fully understand the item and its <laughs> effectiveness. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Fair I enough. don't know how often you would be really utilizing this effectively, like you were saying, to like maximize its potential. Um, so yeah, that that seems too complicated for us ADC players to buy. Um, yeah, my brain, small yeah. brain. I want attack speed. I want damage. Uh -huh. I want numbers. Right. Some yellow damage. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah, now there's erosion in the game. Basically, um, it reduces shields by 30% within 30 units, which, again, is a small radius. 
Um, also, every time someone places a shield within 30 units of you, you gain 15% movement speed for four seconds, and it can occur once every 10 seconds. Um, yep. So, against gods like Geb, against gods like Nike, um, might be good against your Moja as well. Um, probably good against Shell as well, potentially. Um, What's it's, the units? 30 units, remember, that's, 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 you said that's small. pretty close range, right? Yeah. And I think it will be kind of hard to utilize unless they have a lot of shields on their team and you're always feeling good. The prots aren't high. It's only 30 fizz, 30 magical, 350 gold, but it is kind of cheap at 2350 gold. Um, it's it's an okay item, I think, but a bit niche. Yep. But uh, a lot of anti-shield items. Uh, Gem of Iso also got a buff. You uh, gods you have hit. Have their shields reduced by 50% for 2.5 seconds, and that can only occur every 10 seconds. And then Deathbringer as well lost the uh, damage reduction debuff, and they added healing reduction, shielding reduction, and increased the duration on it. Um, so kind of giving ADCs their own ability to shadow steal uh, people again by reducing their yep. healing and reducing their shields. I think this also feels better for ADC players. They don't have to rely on other people to sunder people or to onk people. Um, you can kind of do it yourself um, through the crit tree. So I think that this allows you to feel more individualized, in my opinion, of your approach to the game as an ADC player, which is good. Um, claw shard nerf, med nerf, of we got, course. We got a million yeah. starter item changes. Let me, we can, since we're, we're going a little long here, and that's my fault, because I'm inexperienced and I'm not aggro. Well, I can, um, I can touch on the important ones if you want to chill. If you, well, I don't want to just sit here for a million, a million minutes well, I, um, while you, while you slam all the important stuff. Oh, I can stuff. do it. I can um, do it. Don't you worry. All right. I'm going to kick my feet up then, okay. Barry. Yeah. And you, you give it a sprint. Uh, basically, as I went over earlier, Damage goes up on basically every starter item. Life still goes down. Death's Embrace right. now has a passive of every time you hit a god, it reduces your non-ultimate cooldowns by 0.33 seconds. Uh, it's not that big. Uh, it's not as good as the Deathbringer, obviously. That takes a second off every time you crit. Um, Death's Temper, uh, Killer Assist, goes from 5 to 10, so you instantly get a full temper off of a Killer Assist. Cowl Shift, as I said earlier, more power. Last lifesteal. Same with uh, Destal earlier. Um, Gilded going from 3 to 4 gold doesn't really do anything. Diamond Arrow adding 10% pin doesn't really do anything. I think might be an Oleron item potentially. Probably not an ADC item. Ornate goes from 5% crit chance to 15% crit chance on physicals. Huge buff, but we'll see how much sustain you need in lane if you need to go Destal or if you need to go Cowl versus going Gilded first. Bluestone getting hit, obviously OP item, built yep. everywhere. Um, all five lanes are building Bluestone. Um, Warrior's Axe nerf, uh, 30 plus 1.5 to 20 plus 1. Um, pretty necessary, I think that item was pretty good. Um, Sundering Axe increased the damage from 1% to 1.5. This item can no longer trigger its bonus damage off of other item damage. It will only trigger on ability damage. Um, Bumba's looks like it's getting a buff, physical power, magic power, uh, decreased health restore. Uh, I didn't even know they were touching mannequins. Do you know they were mm -hmm. touching mannequins? <laughs> I forgot. That no, I don't. Existed. I'm not told anything. I'm not told anything. Uh, me watching the update show is the first that I heard about oh, okay. most of this stuff. Yeah. So, uh, 
power scaling going up on Manic Scepter, 5% to 7%, and then Mace getting a nerf. I have the jungle physical power going from 10 to 15, from 20 to 30. Maybe utilized in other roles besides um, jungle. This is a pretty nice buff, uh, especially with the blue stone nerf. We might see like soul layers using it, we might see ADCs building it. Um, it's a very interesting item, I think, and this buff kind of brings it into other territories of burning objectives and everything. Um, especially Seer of the Jungle getting buffed as well. Physical power, magic power, and physical prots all going up. Sentinel is getting nerfed health-wise. Benevolence getting nerfed health-wise. Warfly getting nerfed health-wise. Yep. Ramp Shroud, of course, getting shifted, as we talked about. Um, Diva is getting shifted. <sighs> You're Blood killing Forge. it. I think with... I don't want to cut you off because you're oh, really you on a roll. Go. You can go. All of all of these items, all mm -hmm. healing items, feel like their healing is just decreased, and then they got a, yep. a a some type of buff. And similar with the gods, the healing gets decreased on the items, and then they get some type of buff to to kind of counteract it. You're about to talk about Blood Forge, ten percent attack speed on it. Um, Very are juicy. we are we slamming it? Very attractive. Uh, this item got movement speed on it too recently. Well, not too recently, but it's had movement speed on it for a while. I think giving this item movement speed and attack speed is kind of juicy while nerfing Death Toll. So maybe you can go like a little cowl with Blood Forge mm. and be a little mm. Zoomer boy. Oh, yeah. Fast. And then also Boomerang getting touched as well um, later. So we can be some super fast ADC boys now. Yeah. Um, Solider getting shifted as we talked about. Also getting shifted as we talked about. Hellcrine's getting a straight nerf. Holly getting a straight nerf, Magus getting a more damage, less lifesteal, uh, Pythag's getting more power, less lifesteal, Soul Gem, same thing. Bancroft's Destiny was not happy about this. No. Um, I was trying to think... No, go ahead. I was, uh, I'm was. i thinking out loud. Mana getting slightly buffed, 150 to 200. The passive floor going from 25% to 40%, so you're mm -hmm. getting the maximum potential way quicker. But the lifesteal getting nerfed from 35% total to 20% total. Mm -hmm. um, so a pretty hefty nerf to Destiny's Scylla Bancroft's build. Yeah, but in Typhon's Fang, the pen went from 10% to 20%, which I thought was... Massive. A, a big old bump. Magical power also got... So, so that we... So it's lifesteal from 15 to 10, so 5% left, mm -hmm. light, less lifesteal. Healing from lifesteal from 25 to 15. Those are decent shifts. But the cost went down by 150, mm -hmm. while power went up 15 and pen went up by 10%, from 10% to 20%. Um, Typhon's Fang feels like a pretty decent shout um, yep. than Barry. Um, I think it's a overall. Yeah, I'm. I'm but see, I, and I, I don't envy the designers on this because you're tweaking so, such a core part of the game in healing and then you've got to go through all the items, all the gods that use that mechanic and try to tweak them accordingly. Um, which is still exciting for me as someone who gets to sit back and watch all the builds and things. Um, mm -hmm. They're going to come out around the corner. Um, we can wrap up here with general ideas, uh, the, the general item balance. They kind of separated it into oh. the different roles. Um, solo lane, teleport, nerf, um frostbound rune forge oni hunters um changed a little bit oni hunters really the damage mitigation got tweaked do you think mm -hmm. you know enough or or feel confident enough in solo in general feeling like it got better or worse in 10.3 uh i think solo got healthier 
Um, okay. I don't think the mitigation build will be as potent with the Oni Hunters nerf. Well, Oni Hunters shift. Uh, more health, less mitigation. Um, I also think the hammers weren't built that often. And I think the hammers are a pretty healthy item to be in the game because it allows soldiers to do damage and kill people, which in my opinion yep. is always healthy. And then TP, as you touched on, I think it was probably one of the best relics in the game. Um, especially, obviously, for Soul Liners, which I think were the only role really building it. It was crazy good, and I think this nerf is pretty necessary. Hunters is the one that a lot of people have been talking about as well. Transcendence got buffed, um, d but just a cost decrease, 100, 100 mm -hmm. gold less. Um, Fail Not added 10% damage output reduction to the debuff mark of this item. Demon Blade got buffed. Bladed Boomerang got buffed. The only one item I want to ask you about specifically here, Griffin Wing Earrings, nobody's <laughs> buying it. Ten, 10 physical power increase. Is it, uh, is it seen any more often in your mind? Still not buying it. <laughs> okay, still not buying it. Um, hunters in general, with those item tweaks, other things, mm -hmm. um, do you think in a healthier, better spot, or worse after 10-3? Uh, definitely in a healthier, better spot. I think we are no longer Destal Aussie every game. We get a bit of build diversity. Let's also, go. Crit getting a buff um, always feels nice, always feels like we can individually impact the game more, which in my opinion is always a good thing. Yep. Um, the trans buff, I don't think it was completely for hunters. Uh, I think this will be yeah, probably built enough. by other roles too, or hunters outside of the duo lane. Um, so I thought that was kind of funny that it was under the hunter role. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, I mean, this is just healthy for the game, in my opinion. It makes hunters better, way better, yep. in my opinion. Excited about Hunters. Uh, support specific in this category didn't get much. Heroism got buffed. Um, you get a little extra gold. Um, also, starter flag. There anyways, in my opinion. If yep, the other agreed. starters have gold, then every support starter, in my opinion, should have gold on. Yep. Spartan flag gets that same thing as well. So, nice shift um, for the supports. Uh, Mage, in general, Divine Ruin got nerfed because of the... Uh, oh, I guess they didn't... Increased magical power scaling from 20%, or decreased rather, mm -hmm. uh, from 20% to 10%. I don't know if they talk about yeah, that anti healing hurt. changes anywhere else. Um, yes, the proc was was tough Very on painful. the uh, on the old zappy uh, guy. Mm -hmm. Um, big Tahuti buff. Tahuti got a juicy buff, Doom Orb got a juicy buff, Deso uh, got a gold reduction, therefore a buff. Um, I don't know, mid was in an okay spot. Some of the the maybe less bought items increased. Um, is this role looking different to you in the next update? Uh, in my opinion, mid was already the best role in the game, and they got better. All right, fair enough. <laughs> a, I don't want to hear anything very, from any of you mid laners. Very strong role. Right, very strong. Um, gods, we don't have to sink into all these because we're going to talk a million yeah, hours. We touched on Afro, Aphrodite, Aphrodite already, Himojo a little bit. Um, Sylvanas, um, the two hits the changed wave, up a little bit. Do anything, uh, doesn't do a lot. People are freaking out that it does hit minions, but it's really not. Oh my goodness. Happen. All right. There's, I'm scrolling down. There's, a, there's a billion gods with healing. Um, yeah, we don't need it. Uh, yeah, we're not doing all these. Um, I want ESET. your thoughts on, okay, sure. ESET. That could be one. ESET cooldown nerf, uh, dispel magic going from 16 seconds to 14 seconds. If you played assault like I do, you hate ESET. And now we hate ESET even more. Yep. Uh, because we will I'm just get you. three twoed more and more, which is not fun, and the damage mitigation on the ult goes from 25 to 30%. Um, raw, true damage to gods, I believe that's an important mm -hmm. 
Yep. It's not 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 uh, objectives. Five percent uh, true damage of their max HP to enemy gods. Uh, do you feel like this is a juicy very moment juicy. for Ra? Yeah, I think Ra is also very healthy for the game in general. Uh, I think it's also very healthy for SPL. I think seeing those big snipes is always very exciting. Mm-hmm. Not the funnest thing to play against most of the time. It's like a Thawthold sometimes. You just kind of get slammed and you're like, oh, I should have Aegis. Um, yeah, I think this change, as we've touched on earlier, m- healers getting healing nerfed, more damage. I think it's healthy for the game overall. Definitely. Sure. Um, uh, Horus you have 10 okay, second go ahead. dash, by the way. Horus dash goes from 16 seconds to 10 seconds. That boy is going to be birding around everywhere, going to be flying around. Yep. Um, the other big change I was going to touch on... Anubis can move now. Yes, Anubis can oh, walk in his one. one. Yeah. Uh, it also does the same amount of damage, but it does the ticks faster. Instead of 0.5, it's 0.25, so you can stack the passive faster. Um, Bakasura Eat Minion goes from 15 seconds to 8 seconds. Almost a reduction in half, which is kind of crazy. I don't think we've seen a reduction like that before. Um, Kamazot's getting changed to being anti-heal less healing of course cerberus is now the best anti-healer in the game by far his passive mm. got cranked up all the way um danzaburo getting a slight buff uh to his one and his three you are now a race car in his three very fast erlong gets a fatty buff to his ult damage mitigation from 10 to 20 percent now 25 percent on yeah, the we, ult we like that that's a although I was not a huge fan of, like, the Erlong Osiris jungle meta. Um, For four years? (laughs) Yeah, right. I was was over it. Um, I don't know. So we'll see if... uh, How much... Put this in perspective for me. I don't want to start a a whole tangent, because we we were on a roll there on the rundown to the end of the show. Increased taunt duration from 1.2 to 1.5. As a player, 0.3 seconds. How painful is that? Is that that massive? Yeah, that also... You have to think about it this way. Longer taunt duration, and we're buffing a lot of mages' damage. Mm-hmm. So every time yeah, I you're guess getting that's true. taunted, you're like, is there a mage? Is there a mage? Is there a mage? And you have to ride that taunt for 0.3 seconds longer now, and hoping there's not a raw ult coming from behind a wall. Um, that's right. That 5% extra true damage is going to be chunky. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I saw, I was watching Incon today, and I think I saw him snipe somebody for 1880. Uh huh. Which is uh-huh. a pretty high number. Uh, what's, yeah, what's your, is your meme the Giannis ults or the raw snipes? It's both, but it's Giannis okay, it. mainly. I Giannis get hit by every it. line snipe ability. Unlucky for you then, Barracuda. I also have a very bad habit of walking into <laughs> raw ones for some reason. I'll watch it come on my side That's and right. then i'll just walk into it uh it's like a deer to cars basically uh fafnir getting a <laughs> very big buff to his passive going from 25 to 35 prots and a huge buff on his two going from 10 to 30 percent to 20 to 30 percent attack speed this is a massive buff to early game fafnir buffs um like we talked about earlier everyone getting nerfed this is a big hercules yep. buff to his one going from 13 seconds to 11 seconds and then on his 2, going from 13 to 11, to 11 flat. So 11 seconds on his 1 and his 2, which is a massive buff. Uh, his heal did get hurt, obviously, a lot. Kali, yep. same thing. Healing got nerfed. Uh, healing got nerfed on every other god in the game. As I'm scrolling down. Nike buff. Uh, Pratred more on her 1. 
uh, cooldown reduction on her too. 13 seconds flatten out, and a big, in my opinion, ultimate buff from 100 to 360 to 200 to 400. So that's a 100 damage increase at level 5. Yeah. Yeah. Which, in my opinion, is a pretty big deal for a warrior to do 100 more damage. Mm -hmm. um, Odin Shield comes up more. I think that's the Raven Shout ability. Uh, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, I think we're done. As I'm scrolling down. Uh, yeah, buff. Pele, Persephone, Ur Change. Um, yeah. Fana got kind of slapped around a little bit he did um, unfortunately because so much of his kit revolves around healing mm -hmm. um i think it's it was a nerf to harvester of souls uh cooldown in uh reduction so i guess a, a buff on his scythe but the healing went down uh decreased cooldown then on his on his three uh stun increase though on on hovering death from one second to one and a half seconds so Maybe for using alts when you're not trying to to execute and like potentially initiate on targets, um, you can get a little bit more value out of mm -hmm. uh, Thana in a moment. I like think that. it allows that landing on a full HP carry when they don't have beads, and you're yeah, doing right. the Hydra's auto cancel, allowing yourself to one shot them. I yep. think that definitely gives you a bigger window there, like you said, to when you're not I playing for the executes. My goodness, all these. Uh, you were going to talk about Uller. We could probably end on Uller. I don't know if we're... Yeah, slight change to Uller, but um, with Bloodforge being as good as it is, with Devos now getting penetration, I don't know if we'll see an Uller meta. Also with Bluestone getting nerfed, um, and with Bluestone not procking on objectives anymore, that really hurts his DPS on objectives, so you'll need DPS elsewhere in your team comp. Um, it's it's a nice change, I think, but I don't know if it's enough to bring Uller back. And then pretty big Vamana buff, um, attack speed buff, sleeping giant buff, colossal fury buff, and last Zonquistun now one giant. second uh, permanently, which is a Not big too buff. Shabby. Yep. Honestly, the 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 amount of stuff in this update, and we mm -hmm. still did it in. We didn't do ourselves any favor. We talked for like 30 minutes at the beginning of the episode. So a little under an hour for all that is, uh, is well, not That was necessary, shabby. I think. It was very necessary. You got you to gotta get into the ebb and, and the flow of things. So 10.3, it's going to be uh, coming out soon. You guys, I believe, are playing on 10.3 during yep. the, um, oh, what are we calling it? The kickoff tournament. tournament. Yep. Um, and that'll be next weekend. So we're finally getting back to some competitive smite and that being broadcast. I mean, I don't mind my downtime, but I'm ready to uh, to get things rolling yet again. So hunters, um, we'll see, Barra. We'll see how the yeah. hunters are doing uh, in this in this upcoming update. It's, how does aggro... Also, go ahead. Uh, it'll also be very exciting to just see how every team is performing because it'll be the first look of every team. And so many also, question marks. I agree. First look at every team when we were scrimming on a different patch, and then now we're scrimming on this one for two weeks. So that's uh, right. <laughs> very last second right. change and a very pure chaos. Big, yeah, exactly. Pure chaos. Uh, everyone's on fire. We're all scrambling, trying to figure out what meta we're supposed to play and how we're supposed yeah. to play the map. Um, but yeah, overall, very healthy changes in my opinion. Very healthy changes to the map. Very healthy changes to healers. Um, good buffs to hunters. Mages are going to be very strong. Um, we'll see how much that impacts solo lane as well with hunters and mages being so strong. Maybe we see more carries coming into the solo lane. Um, yeah, change the batteries patch. on your smoke alarm. Yeah, I did literally just start it. I I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I was also playing music for the first eight minutes of this podcast. I, 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 didn't even I, I, yeah, I didn't hear it at all until just now, but it was a, a good opportunity to uh, make fun of you for it. Maybe How does aggro end these shows? What is, isn't uh, there, don't you guys do something? Don't he, you say bye in a certain way? Or Yeah, he tells people to check out all of the okay, prediction yeah. uh, shows everywhere where you find podcasts, and then yep. he throws it to me and says, Barracuda, you know what to do. And then okay, I go, bye. Are you are you ready for that? Or were you doing that right now? Oh, that's what I was doing right now. Oh, did you end it? Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. Go check out Prediction yeah. stuff everywhere that podcast can be found. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks for having me. Uh, Barracuda, you know what to do. <laughs> bye.